Welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zarati. I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press music writer Aaron Labar. Welcome to the show. Sorry about last week. We are passing around a cold. Yeah. So I was too sick to record anything that you would want to listen to. Aaron might be getting it now. Uh, ah. Flu uh, shot. <laughs> flu shot be damned. I know. I know. We both got our flu shot and this and is here how, we are. I mean, I guess we don't have the flu. It's cold. It's a different thing, but... Okay, we'll have to talk about this at a different time because I don't understand the difference between a flu and a cold. Oh, I can tell you. Okay, but we'll get to it later. <laughs> okay, but not now. <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> uh, no, today on the show, we are going to have Ben McPhee Sigurdsson join us for Budget Wine of the Month Club. Yeah, it's been a little while since he's been here, so yes. we're inviting him back. Yep, we are also going to talk about uh, online shopping and just like holiday blues And holiday blues and general. just kind of like a loose theme around around that. How was your week? Uh, well, I could save this for the main <laughs> segment, but we did put up our Christmas tree, which is, I, I love Christmas, but we're, we're again, we're going to get to it later. My only issue with the tree is that we have a newish cat who hasn't been with us for Christmas before. Right. This is and Fran's first Christmas. Fran's first Christmas in the, in the Labar Jones household. And she has taken to punching ornaments, but only <laughs> when I'm there, like just for an attention thing. So I'll be in the kitchen cooking and I'll, I'll hear ding ling 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 just like a little <laughs> paw, just like batting an ornament or punching an ornament. Then I'll peek my head around and she'll stop. And then, she, but then when I'm sitting there watching TV with her, she won't do it. It's just when I'm not in the room. That is really interesting. Yeah. And when you're at home. Yeah. And not behind your back. No, because like work. overnight they're locked out of the bedroom. So they're free to do what they will and nothing is ever damaged and when i come home from work nothing's ever damaged then as soon as i come in it's like boom ornaments on the floor huh it's very strange yeah it's a total attention seeking yeah attention seeking behavior it friend. definitely is <laughs> um bernsey though is just keen on napping under the tree which i'm oh, like yeah. normally it's like bernie you should be nice like fran and now mm-hmm. it's fran can't you be a bit more like bernie oh the tables, tables have, turned. have turned bernsey is loving house life well that's good yes yes he has more spaces and more toilet water to drink and <laughs> <laughs> loves it he loves it it's great well, it's good yeah um yeah samson is never super into my dog has never is not super into the tree never has been that's good which though. is good because sometimes with male dogs they like to whiz their leg on them because they're like oh, this is inside mm. um but no but sometimes he'll do this thing where he thinks he's hiding so he'll go on behind the like between the wall and the lower branches and it's like i can see your whole body but okay <laughs> but you can tell the, by, by the way he's standing he's like i'm hiding no one can see me i'm invisible yeah. bernie does that but he'll put his front half under the couch and his butt and his tail will stick out and you're like dude you are very clearly there he's like i'm hiding oh my gosh how yeah. was your week uh week has been all right so finally licked this cold which is good that had been hanging over me um I have like, I'm, we're going to talk about this more in the main seg, but I thought I was being super organized this year. Like I had most, like I have 98% of my Christmas shopping done and I felt very on top of life. And now all of a sudden it's December 5th as we're recording this. I'm like, oh no, I'm behind. So I just have like this, like, you know, those to-do lists that just keep moving month mm-hmm. to month where it's like, I need to schedule this appointment and drop off dry cleaning. None of it's hard. It's just 
for well, some like reason the four phone calls i've been trying to make for a week to like manitoba right. hydro water and waste get my health card address update i that would take 15 15 yeah. minutes to do all of it and you'll feel so good when it's done and yet and, and yet, yet. bit of a controversial hot take i also like that you said controversial instead of controversial <laughs> I, know, I don't know why i said that. this is also a fancy hot take <laughs> it's, it's a controversial so, hot take. so we're not even going to re-record we're keeping this in because yes. i'm actually going to tell you why i said it like that okay i've been watching a lot of the crown oh i see <laughs> and they say the word appreciate appreciate yes Mm. <laughs> a lot of as my husband would say posh british people will say words like that so i feel like controversial controversial is, is what elizabeth would it's say a wee bit controversial <laughs> it is though but and that and that is <laughs> online shopping is actually bad it's, it's actually bad it's super annoying it's actually bad i don't know why it's probably been like as we look back at the decade that was and like since the year 2000 i feel like the biggest grift of all has been like online shopping is great it isn't it's not great it's annoying like this has <laughs> been <laughs> this has been the year where i've had to deal with a lot of ordering of furniture for whatever reason okay and so i can go buy things in person but then they have to be shipped to me and it's just a never-ending festival of problems right so it's either stuff arrives broken or i have to wait two months for it or it just like i ordered a sideboard mm -hmm. that the i can't even remember what firm it was delivered with but they just like left it on my front step <laughs> like it wedged between the banister and my house like a like a barricade i was Great. like like At least it would be hard to steal because it's really heavy. For sure. And then, like, there's the other thing, too, is, like, you order something and there's, like, a high probability of it being stolen. Yeah. Or you have to, like, it's just, I kind of found myself, as I am getting older, being like, you know what I like doing? Walking into a store, picking something up. And leaving with it. And leaving with it. And then I have it right now. Right. Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree. I did do a little bit of online shopping for Black Friday purposes to get some wicked sweet deals on stuff that we actually need mm -hmm. because as i was saying to you this whole process of moving has made me realize how much i don't want more stuff totally <laughs> because i'm like we have enough stuff i Absolutely. promise you we have enough stuff so i just picked up a couple little things for christmas but again you're like okay well when is this going to be delivered will i be home are they going to leave it on my stoop and it's going to get taken now for me, because I changed my address mm -hmm. and I'm mailing it to the new address, I don't have an ID with the correct address on it. So now I can't pick it up. I have to sign it over to somebody else to go pick it up. See? It's this whole, yeah, just as you said, a festival of problems. Like, why is that better than just walking into a store and buying something? Well, I think it's because the idea is that you don't have to leave your home to acquire these things. And if yeah. they're not urgent, yeah. then perhaps that's more convenient, especially for people who have, I guess, mobility issues mm -hmm. or... Or elderly people who can't don't drive anymore. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons why. Oh, absolutely, and it, it and could it, be convenient. Absolutely, and I but think I, for those reasons, for sure, like it helps. And for some stuff that like you don't need to look at it, you don't need to touch it. Yeah, like stuff that you like, we order um, the <laughs> refillable things for our cat poop cylinder. It's like yeah. a diaper genie for cats. Yeah, let's just order those. That's fine. But for clothes, for gifts for people, for furniture, I'm finding it a lot. I'm planning it to be a big turnoff to try to do stuff online because you can't touch it and see it and see how big it is. I know. And it and it's funny because this is actually 
a complete 180 from how I used to feel about online shopping. Mm-hmm. Like I used to do most of my clothes shopping online because I, I kind of like, well, I still like trying things on in my own space. Yeah. Um, but as time has gone on, I'm like, this is not better. And then if I don't like it, like then it's the whole rigmarole of returning it, yes. especially if it's from somewhere that doesn't have like a physical store. Yes. Um, but it was actually being at, um, I went to Third and Bird this year and had a good experience and was, you know, trying to, that was one of the things I was trying to um, challenge myself to do this year was just really make sure that most of my Christmas gifts were local. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh yeah, this is actually nice to just like go and like look at things and like it is such like a silly observation but yet it's like oh I kind of forgot about this and it's the same thing with like when you go out for dinner and you're like oh yeah this is the has a whole experience tied to it that you miss when you you're delivered it's completely convenience you know yeah there's so I can't remember which company but someone has an ad campaign this holiday I think it's winners maybe where it's like uh, the oh, in-store yeah. shopping yeah. experience, like save on shipping when you just pick it up in store. And like, it's yeah. a very clever campaign, but super relevant to like how I'm feeling about my retail experience. Totally. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just so interesting how that happens, like that shift. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it, it, it kind of, I was thinking about it because um, we had a story in the free press recently about showrooming, which is, if you're not familiar with this term, people going to a physical store trying things out and like you know seeing what they're like whatever and then ordering them online Mm -hmm. and i i am guilty of this i think most people are because i think there's two thoughts about that one like yes it sucks for local retailers but on the other hand it's tough times for a lot of people and you're gonna try to get your best dollar value like Mm -hmm. that's just being a human but in for capitalism. Me, I I I guess this is not really showrooming them, but I'll go to the physical store and then order it from that store online. Oh yeah, that's I think that's and then I'll do the reverse. Sometimes I'll go online and look up stuff and like make a list of all the things I want to look at in the store like yeah. ahead of time and then I'll go to the store <laughs> to look at stuff. And sometimes you have to sometimes there's stores that are literal showrooms like yeah some furniture stores where yeah. you, you will have to order it eventually um but yeah it just kind of made me appreciate and I, I had written a column a few months ago just about kind of what's lost when we completely convenience everything so mm. if we're ordering all our stuff all the time and like kind of stop going out into the world because i don't know if like you know obviously again if you can't or if you have mobility issues or you're ill or whatever that's different but just for general people it's like oh yeah there's lots to be gained by actually leaving your house. Mm-hmm. That said, <laughs> I know I'm not feeling very festive this year. And I don't know if it's because we've had a very busy fall between like the wedding and then moving that I haven't really had time to get in that sort of spirit quote unquote like i don't know because it's <laughs> the not spirit really hands the spirit hands have come out they've come, this is not something you can define like either you no, enjoy the christmas season or you don't and i typically do but i just feel very like about things this year <laughs> just <laughs> and we put up our tree and everything and i maybe like i haven't done my baking because all of our stuff was packed and like i just feel very yuck about it this year like I, big old shrug i agree yeah and i think it also i mean this is more relevant to um 
Americans, which I know we do have some American listeners. We do. Um, there, someone pointed out that there's actually one less week between Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, just the way the calendar is. Oh. So usually there's five weeks in between. This week there's four. And it does feel a little compressed for time. Like I can't believe the Christmas is three weeks. I know. Less, a little less than three weeks from now. Yeah. And so, and I think again, kind of similar to summer, I think there's a lot of pressure around the season oh, for sure. to have a good time and enjoy yourself and kind of experience as much as you can. And I feel like also there's a little bit of the battle between people who get time off versus people who don't. Totally. So, and I mean, like we've both worked here for f- almost six or six years for you, almost six years for me. Mm-hmm. So it's not new having to like work through the holidays yeah. and it's not something we work that I, it is. it's just, it is what it is. It's fine. I've worked Christmas day many years and it's, you just do it and it's mm-hmm. fine. It's not a huge deal. But I don't know why this year it just feels like more of a struggle. I think because Christmas is the middle of the week. Maybe, yeah. And so it's just when you just have like kind of two random stats. And I feel this yeah. way about stats anyway. In news, sometimes it's not worth it. It's like I now I just have less time to get the same amount of work done. <laughs> the same yes. amount of work done. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it, I kind of had more Christmassy feelings this morning when it snowed. Even yeah. though it snowed a million times this year. Maybe already. we should go like I don't know, volunteer somewhere. Yeah, I think maybe it's circling back to the beginning of the conversation. Maybe it's just about like getting out there. And I think sometimes that happens. And I'm going to really shamelessly plug our own campaign. Oh, yeah, please Um, do. Miracle on Mountain, which goes in support of the Christmas Cheer Board. Christmas Cheer Board has been operating in Winnipeg for 100 years this year. That's unbelievable. 100 years. I mean, it's obviously believable, but like it's a huge accomplishment. Like a century of making sure people have Christmas. Yeah. Kai Madsen, who is the executive director, I believe is his title, something like that. He's been at the cheer board for 50 of those years. That's awesome. So it's like milestones upon milestones over there. Um, But we have an annual campaign at the Free Press called Miracle on Mountain that you can support and we'll make sure that the details are in the episode right up for Mm -hmm. this one. But I think sometimes that's just it. Kind of shake off the Grinchies. It kind of involves just getting out there and volunteering or making a donation or doing, you know, paying it forward. Even if it's something simple like paying for someone's coffee in the morning you know like yeah the, the good feelings can kind of rub off welcome back ben welcome i mean thank you for welcoming me <laughs> hello hello greetings um what do we have on deck today well this weekend i'm writing about um i just finished writing about you know the holidays you got people coming over and stuff like that you don't want to break out really good wine and stuff but you don't want to serve them <laughs> well no i mean because it, it, i should rephrase you want to break out the good wine for your good friends and family and stuff like that but if you have lots of people coming over like then, yeah then you like you, an open house situation that's right an open house tree trimming whatever family get-togethers etc etc you may find that you need a lot of a product so you know what uh, you know boxed wines essentially is what i'm uh, re- researching and uh so i tasted a bunch last night and then i this is one that i haven't tried yet that i brought in Ooh. um so it's got a dog on it so i'm into it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you're more of a cat person, aren't you? I like all animals. Okay. Well, yeah. I like all animals too. We all like all animals. Erin does this thing where she sees a really cute animal and I don't even know she does this, but she goes, oh no, and touches her face. 
<laughs> yeah because it's so cute that like i don't know what to do yeah like oh no you're so cute that i want to punch you that's like, amazing <laughs> punch you well like it's cute aggression yeah okay that's that's, that's very yeah, interesting and jen just showed me pictures of puppies and i did that exact thing oh man oh ho- no that's hilarious um so <laughs> most uh, so you know i just sort of offered some general tips about buying wine in large quantities but the good thing about a lot of the wines that are available in boxes is that they're also available in individual bottles so you mm-hmm. can take them home try them and then if you find that the wine is to your liking or you think it's pretty good then you can go back and buy it in bulk um so yeah this one is from the lisbon region of portugal it's called lab and on the on the label is a a dog a dog a lab i i assume uh it's a blend of four different grapes so three of them are sort of like indigenous portuguese portuguese grapes one's called (laughs) portuguese Sorry, continue. It was funny. Did I say it wrong? I no, did. it's fine. Go ahead. Keep continuing. Um, <laughs> I've got the giggles now. Okay. One's called Castellau. One's called Tintoruris, which is also known as Tempranillo. One's called one, and then Syrah, and then Tarriga Nacional. For anyone that cares, and it was aged for four months in oak barrels. And what's the price? Oh, right. It's eleven ninety nine for a seven hundred fifty milliliter bottle. Okay. Or for the three liter box, it's thirty eight ninety nine. Okay, so. so that's that's pretty good yeah most of the boxes that i tried were three liter or most most of the ones that i tried came in three liter boxes and they sort of ranged between 34 to 40 ish dollars okay. so um there was like yeah i tried one from spain one from Cal- uh Cal- california one from chile one from uh australia and somewhere else i can't remember anyway I, mostly good i have questions yes do you should you keep your boxed red mm-hmm. in the fridge you don't have to. You don't have to. And box wine, once you open it, it stays good for a long time, like weeks versus days. Well, that's kind of why I was intrigued by box wines just in general, mm-hmm. because my husband doesn't drink at all. Mm-hmm. And I find that if I just want a glass of wine, it's hard with a bottle because yeah, yeah. It's like, then I feel kind of compelled not to drink the whole bottle at yeah. one time, but to, yeah. you know, get her done in a few days, yeah, you know, whereas for sure. I feel like a box would allow me to just. Yeah. You can come back to it whenever you want. Yeah. And, and like it, it, it really does. Yeah. It's like usually while the, I don't know, weeks usually, as a matter of fact, they were sampling one at the liquor mart that I was at yesterday. It was a, not a very good one, um, which will remain nameless, but it was a Canadian, <laughs> it was a Canadian one. And, and in my column, I do mention that Canadian, boxed wines are typically not the best they're usually without getting too into it they it's a blend canadian boxed wines are typically a blend of canadian and international grapes so they're just shipping up like bulk chilean merlot or whatever and mixing it with canadian wine and then putting it out there so and it's not even the best chilean merlot that they're sending obviously so just as an example but so i tend i sort of said you know avoid canadian wines probably uh if you're going for box wines i mean they're fine they're just not uh, you know there are better options out there is what i'm saying and and you know it's like yeah and it's just i don't know i have a problem with them you know mixing grapes from here and there and calling it canadian for lack of a better term anyway mm-hmm. i digress should we try this oh yes yes please so yeah 11.99 it comes in a screw cap um and uh it has a dog on it so this is the 20 <laughs> um this is the 2015 vintage the the bottle oh no oh no okay Oh, we're <laughs> trade. She got it. She did it. There we go. Sort of. She got it. We well, there we go. We got it. Okay, so the bottle is a 2015 vintage, but interestingly, the box was that I saw yesterday was a 2018 vintage. So it's oh. actually a little fresher and newer in the box. Um, normally, some boxes don't have vintages. Some 
some do and and they varied a little bit sort of between the bottles and the boxes that i looked at but this was the biggest variation so i'm a little like 2015 for a 12 dollar bottle of portuguese red is it's kind of old i mean uh, yeah most of the most ones in this price point are usually 2018 or some are even 2019 that are coming from south of the uh, equator but i thought old was better no, only, I mean, most wines are minted. Nah. Nah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wine term. Um, but no, it not not typically. I mean, most wines are meant to be aged sort of on the drive home, pretty much. Um, and uh, and are, are drunk within like, you know, 12 to 18 months of hmm. the, of being released. So um, and with pricier wines, yeah, you can put them away and they'll develop and age and, you know, mature into these lovely complex things. But for most simple or straightforward, easy drinking, everyday drinking wines, let's call them. <laughs> Your everyday drinking. Cheapos, the cheapos. <laughs> this um, actually smells quite nice to me. Yeah, it doesn't look like sometimes with wines it's if they're dark. if they're getting a little old, they get sort of like brick colored around the edges. And this one it still looks pretty vibrant, sort of purpley. Smells pretty good. Some dark berry notes in mm, there, definitely. blackberries, and a little cocoa, a little earth. Yeah. I was just in Portugal last month. I was in not in this region. I was in the Dow region, um, which makes a lot of uh, red blends that are really good values. And I. Um, wrote about a couple weeks ago or whatever. It was a lovely time, but uh, this is from a little bit further south around Lisbon. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the cocoa notes for sure. <laughs> That's pretty tasty. Um, I imagine with a few a few years newer, like in the newer vintage in the box or whatever, it'd probably be even fresher. And it, but it doesn't taste old or anything like that. It's got nice dark berry notes and. This is something that I could actually get into. Yeah, I feel, and I'm not a wine drinker on a regular basis, but I, I feel like yeah. this could be in my red. And one thing I found it's that that it does remind me of, of the the wines I tried when I was in Dow in Portugal is that it's still got some pretty solid like tannins to it, like it's got that mouth drying feel. Yeah, that's what I was like gonna I say. See you doing something yeah. with your mouth, <laughs> which I actually like. I like mm. in a uh, I like because I like really dry wine. Like I mm. like really dry. Sauvignon Blancs, like mm-hmm. that's usually what I, mm-hmm. that's my go-to wine. Yeah. Um, all those like New Zealand ones with mm-hmm. like the mm, grapefruit. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, that's, but yeah, finding it's, your red is a big deal. Yeah. So congratulations. That's, yeah, it's that's, good. that's what's happened. It's good. It's um probably, I'm trying, I'm thinking back to what I tried yesterday. Um, It's probably better than most of the, the wines that I tried for the column, actually. Like, I think the the highest rating I gave one was like three and a half. And this was, this was easily sort of Holy harsh. Well, <laughs> out of five, just, <laughs> um, and you know, and, and I think for for the price, I think it, like good quality price ratio on this one, I would totally you know give this similar rating, three and a half, I would say. And there's a dog on the label. Yeah, and it, but it's like it's one you could easily buy, like uh, that I would buy for myself, and that I would just buy a bottle of or whatever. I don't wouldn't necessarily, need, but you could use it for something. Another thing that people might need more wine for is making mulled wine, which we did last year. Yeah, this would be good for mulled wine. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah, I told you the story it. last year about my mom's mulled wine, right? Yes, okay, you did. Okay, just checking. All right. Well, I'll <laughs> skip it this year then. I'll save it again for next year. It is a very good story though. Yeah. Um, before you leave mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. have you, so you have obviously need to buy wine mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. your columns mm-hmm. and for in general. Mm-hmm. Um liquor store new world order yeah in winnipeg yeah i mean <clears throat> i went to the grand park liquor mart last night to get the stuff for the column and for this and um just walked in there wasn't even i didn't see a security person at the door but i may have just not not noticed them or whatever but they 
were not around when I walked in. Um, it's really varying. I mean, I haven't been to the Tyndall Park Liquor Mart um, mm-hmm. where all the, you know, the the sort of the, the big incident took place yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the happened and now they're... Yeah. And for th- listeners who don't know or aren't from here, there's kind of been a... Well, Wave. there's been a spate of robberies and mm-hmm. now they have turned violent. Mm-hmm. So now there is security precautions mm-hmm. being taken, mm-hmm. um, including having to present ID to mm-hmm. get into mm-hmm. the... Yeah, and and that that particular one, I guess, is it's going to be the it's the first of what will eventually, I I guess, you'll find at the door to every liquor mart, which is yeah, like a, I guess, a booth where you present your ID and then they sort of buzz you in, Um, and that'll be sort of everyone will be ID and there's, um, but I didn't notice it at at Grand Park, although I know that my stepfather works there seasonally, um, and. and I know that he s- said that they get like two or three of those a day, pretty much like the thefts or whatever. And that's that seems like it's still fairly common. I mean, I did go to the Madison Square Liquor Mart a couple weeks ago and they have like, yeah, this little plexiglass sort of baby door, which you call it. <laughs> but um, like yeah, a little plexiglass thing where they have to push the button to let you in or whatever. Um, but... It, you know, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's selective in terms of how they are, you know, deeming who to, whose ID to check and stuff like that. One thing um, that I have found for my own purposes is, you know, sometimes I might uh, be running around sort of doing a bunch of stuff um, and I'm like, oh, I got to get a couple of things for the column or whatever. And so I run into a around with my kids. I can't do that anymore. You can't do that anymore. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So, which, you know, it, I can work around or whatever, but you know, someone on their own with like a, a very young child or something, you know, like that's, that's, it's just the new normal, I guess. And you just get used to it. I mean, it's the same as it is at cannabis stores, right? Mm-hmm. You just know not to bring kids and, and, and you have to present your ID up front. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just the new normal. I guess it's what people will get used to. Well, thanks very much for joining us again, Ben. My pleasure as always. Um, I guess we'll do another one in the new year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to think about some theme ideas. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good time to to try another budget wine because usually most people's budgets are pretty maxed out by True. that time. True. Maybe we could do also like a locale wine because everyone's mm. like, I want to lose weight. My mm-hmm. New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. So could we do like a locale or like yeah, a? We lo- could do something. We'll do something like that. Like or maybe um, another b- big trend right now is these hard seltzers which are apparently quite low-cal as well. I haven't really tried many of them. It's like mm. these sort of like low, lower-calorie vodka and soda oh, yeah. water yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, with yeah. just I've a little hint of, those... of flavoring. Some of yeah. them are a little bit boring, but... Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's anyway, we'll that. figure it out. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find everything that we're working on at winnipegfreepress.com. You can follow us on social media. I'm at Jen's Ratty on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Naya Rabble on Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you next week. Thank you.